Welcome to Disney Minus, the uh, Disney movie podcast where we have cursed ourselves to watch everything that's on Disney Plus. I'm Kat, and oh, wait, no, no! <laughs> I'm Steven, and okay, that's definitely not mine. Okay, no, okay, yeah, we're, I guess, should we keep the bit going, or should, well, I guess I already ruined the bit. We're doing Freaky Friday uh, from 2003 this time around. Uh, it was Jamie Lee Curtis. And Lindsay Lohan, and I don't know why I'm spacing on basically everybody else, because they don't matter, that's why. Um, Chad Michael Murray. Murray. Yeah, I literally, I was saying a minute ago, but I think this is like the first thing I've ever, the only thing I've actually seen him in. And it's the funny thing, too, because this was like right in the middle of his hot phase, because he had done, I didn't know he was on Dawson's Creek. He was, of course, doing One Tree Hill, and he was in the Cinderella story with Hilary Duff. Yeah, see, I haven't seen like any of those. Hey, what if it was like Cinderella, and she was like a Cinderella? Is that anything? No, Stephen, it's not. Nah, I didn't think it might be. Okay, but yeah, so um, Nero is having technical difficulties, so maybe they'll be able to join us uh, later on into the recording. I don't know. They kind of said to just go ahead and start without them. So uh, for now, at least, it's just the two of us. I feel like I had something else I was going to say, but I guess not. <laughs> It'll come to you. I don't know. Whatever. So, um, so yeah, like I said, we're doing um, Freaky Friday from 2003, Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't know why I'm saying it all again. It's happening again. Um, did you actually, did you find any trivia for this one? I didn't really find much. Uh, there was a little bit. Like, um, there's a very small cameo, but the delivery guy that takes something to Anna while she's in Tess's body, that, uh, he is actually, in the original Freaky Friday, he was the Chad Michael Murray love interest. Yeah, I saw something like that. Uh, someone on the, uh, someone else in the IMDb trivia said that he's literally playing the same character, so this is the same universe. Which I guess means that we're looking at a universe where Freaky Friday just happens. This well, is just they, a thing that's in this universe now. And I guess maybe it's people not learning their lessons, because they if they had gone with their original casting choice for Tess, it would have been even more meta, because originally oh, right. they actually offered Jodie Foster because she was the daughter in the original Freaky Friday. Which would have made this, like, a, just a thing that keeps happening to this family, I guess. Right, like, you guys apparently don't learn your fucking lessons. Yeah. God, that would have added, like, an extra layer and been so fucking weird. Okay. Um, Hollywood does some weird sh- some baffling stuff sometimes um so yeah i guess we might as well go ahead and get into it the movie starts as so so many movies from this time period start with um with our main character asleep and getting woke up by just the rowdiness and rambunctiousness of her household why am i flopping my arms um But no, it's doing the thing where, oh, like, this, this the whole front section of this movie really plays up, you know, how different these two characters are. So it's doing the thing where, because she's a teen, Lindsay Lohan is just trying to sleep, and everything her mom tries won't wake her up until her little brother comes in, comes in with an air horn, which would 100% damage her ears. I'm so glad my mom never let my little sister do that. 
I've yeah. gotten plenty of times, especially on there's, Christmas morning. Yeah, there's there's some stuff happening in this household throughout this movie. Jeez. Um, this is not a healthy household. No, not particularly. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I see. Um, I say she. Uh, I forgot both of their names, uh, so I'm just going to refer to them Te- as the actresses. Uh, okay. uh, Damie Le- the mom is Tess. Yeah. The daughter yeah, is the, do- the little brother. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so so Te- Tess, Jamie Lee Curtis, eventually gives up on trying to wake up. Um, Anna has her brother, whose name was Harry, I think? Harry or yeah. Henry? It's one of the, I don't know, it's like a, a grown-ass man name for a little kid character. Uh, her- yep, you were right, Harry. Hey, look at me go. Uh, but yeah, she, so she, I guess, asks Harry to wake her to wake Anna up, and he his idea is to blast an air horn in her face, which, in fairness to him, works. Uh, but then they do that 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 thing. I swear, I've seen this in other movies where like she'll shut the door and then like it immediately jump cuts to her opening the door and being changed again. Like what? I'm ready. Yep. Um, the transition cut or Gilligan cut. Yeah, but we uh, so we we go through their morning. Um, Tess is have they? Do we find out here that she's uh, getting married tomorrow, or is that saved for later? I keep mixing. I think that might be a little bit later. Okay, I keep mixing up the order of events. I wasn't quite sure, but yeah, basically, uh, I mean, like I said, they're exaggerating it to like the nth degree of just how much these two are fighting with each other. Um, Is this this? Is this where we actually get the scene of her like marching downstairs in a huff and Jamie Lee Curtis just sitting there like grinning because haha I've gotten one over on my daughter? I think so. I don't know. It seems like a lot more happens in this part of the day than should be able to happen in a day. Yeah, but, but I mean Holly it's a Hollywood day. Yeah, that's true. Hollywood days are not like a normal people day. They need to be. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, so they go to school, uh the whole way to school, um, I keep wanting to say test because of how much they spend, uh, how much of the movie they spend swapped. Anna and Harry are basically fighting with each other the entire way. Of course, Tess doesn't listen to Anna that uh, Harry's the one starting all of it. He's doing <laughs> the, the stereotypical. Yeah, he's doing the stereotypical like movie little brother thing, like picking at her and antagonizing and blah, blah, blah. Uh, they drop her off at school, all of that happens. Um, Make good choices. <laughs> God. Yeah, they, they drop her off at school, and, like, as as she's leaving, yeah, Kat, like you said, um, Tess just leans out the window and shouts, Make good choices, which is a line that has lived rent-free in my brain since this movie came out. Yeah, since this um, movie came out, myself, my sister, and my mom, whenever any of us took the other's anywhere whenever you got out of the car the other people in the car would always yell that out the window yep exactly 100 <clears throat> percent. didn't matter where you were or who you were in front of it was getting yelled at you yep we we do the <laughs> i did actually kind of i do actually kind of like this uh this next shot as she's like walking up to the school and finds the one literally one girl in the entire school that's wearing the same t-shirt as her so she ends up like flopping it inside out because god forbid again one person in the entire school be wearing the same shirt although she makes herself look even worse than she would have if she had just left the shirt alone yeah but at least it's unique speaking of the the clothing though like nobody here is wearing especially the girls are wearing anything that would actually fly in a public school like these girls are wearing tank tops and you know they would be forced to change that shit 
Yeah, the tank tops and the little punky tights and no, 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 no. Yeah, no. I mean, granted, it was a different time. I don't know. Maybe they even were, no. I was no. in school at this time. I know that they were still strict. I mean, to be fair, now in two thousand three, I was at a Catholic high school. But even then, when well, I was in public school, still though, even on our dress down days, and even when I went to public school in middle school, yeah, not, exactly. Very few of these would actually fly. But yeah, we we get a run through of uh, of Anna's day of it's, it's, they make a big deal out of the Stacy girl and. Like having formerly been a friend of hers, but like we barely see her for as much as they talk about her, which is weird. Um, did she actually do anything to her here, or is it not until later on? Does what now? Oh, uh, that Stacy girl. Did she actually do anything to Anna uh, at this point, or is that not until later? I think, yeah, I think she's just kind of like catty towards Anna right now, but I don't okay. think she actually like does anything yet. Okay, okay, but yeah, she hooks up with her friends and fucking. Hey, guess which one of her friends is Latina? Is it the one that's wearing a shirt that just says Chica in big letters across it? Because No, it couldn't be. The... And I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not like they custom made that shirt for this movie. That's a shirt that existed in, at but the time. But they just like, put her in it. But like, yeah, exactly. Y'all did not have to do this. But this is that's not the only choice that's made um, race-wise that, that fucks me up in this movie. We'll get to that. Um, but so, you know, since it's got to show us the other character, we switch over to Tess and seeing how her day starts off. And oh my, okay, Tess is a therapist, um, and a writer, we'll find out later on. She's also written a book, uh, that's very tangential to the rest of this movie. Uh, but she is pulling into the office, I guess a little bit late compared to how she normally does. And her first patient or client of the day is haha ha, funny movie crazy which means he Hollywood literally <laughs> cannot function without her apparently oh my god i hate everything they do with this guy what did you say though cat huh what did you say i didn't i thought i heard you i don't know anyway but yeah no so he's like freaking out because you're gonna be on your honeymoon and what if i'm not able to reach you for that those few days and they just like I said, I hate everything that they do with... I think his name is Felix? I don't know. I forgot most of the characters' names. Um, but yeah, I hate everything they do with this guy in this movie because all he's there for is just to be like everything that Hollywood portrays uh, people who have any sort of anything going on mental health-wise. And it's not good. It's bad. We're going to go ahead and skip over it. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. We really don't see much of Tessa's day beyond this. Um, she's like super distracted coming into work. She like j- tries to drive in the exit and gets her tires slashed because she's got a purse like full of cell phones and Palm Pilots and shit. Ha ha ha. She's busy. That's really kind of all we get of her, though. Pretty because, much. Because, I mean, you know, really, Lindsay Lohan is the, the main one fo- that we're focusing on here. Um, switching over to, again, something else that. 100% would not happen in the real world. This Her teacher would get fucking fired for this. If someone were, well, I would hope at least. You would doing... think so, especially with what we learn later in the movie. But we'll get Yes! Um, but yeah, so he he's passing papers back. Uh, I don't, we don't see how anybody else did. Uh, not that any of that matters. Um, fucking, it's, what was it, Animal Farm that they had to write a report on? And he just Writes preposterous in big letters. I think it was 1984. It was one of them. Yeah. 
but yeah, he just he gives her an F and just writes preposterous in like giant letters in like it looks like one of those like felt tipped pens, so like not even just a regular pen, like it's soaked into the paper at this point. Um, he made it for a minute. Yeah, like she obviously tries to talk to him after class and he isn't having any of it. Like very clearly this guy just does not like her and we will oh, we'll find out why later on. It's a twist. I guess can we call it that because I mean obviously this shit gets telegraphed anyway. Um, yeah. But hey, none of that matters. I think I, I think this happened before class, but that cute guy Jake is in the hallway. <laughs> like Chad just... Michael Murray. Do what? Chad Michael Murray. Yeah, there we go, Chad Michael Murray. Um, they're just hitting us like over the head with all of the points right here in these first few minutes. I'm having a hard time like organizing all of it to talk about it because like. He, I, we get, we get a bit of say, uh, Jake beforehand. I think it's mostly just Lin, uh, Lindsay Lohan and her friends, like, kind of eyeballing him from a distance. But then he actually talks to her later on after class when uh, the teacher comes up to remind her she's got, like, I, they just keep saying like the test. I think it's like a college placement standardized test kind of thing. But you I think guess. they would call it like if that was the case? You think they? call it something other than just the test yeah i don't know it's the point is she's got like some kind of standardized test coming up tomorrow like probably like the practice sats or some bullshit um she says she tries to tell her teacher she's been studying which i mean fucking i believe her she probably has been but this dude decides to he he does it wrong he uses this example wrong which is why it makes no fucking sense because he says like not is to prepare or like no like prepared is to test as not is to you which isn't even how you set those things up but whatever dude i i think this guy might be an idiot i think her teacher might actually be a dumbass you think you 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 know we're we're getting some really subtle hints that he might actually be kind of dumb uh i'm trying to think if anything else really happens at school i don't think it does we kind of just cut from there to the house later in the day um her brother, Harry, has a couple friends over. They're all trying to eat ice cream. That's happening. This is where we actually finally meet um, the guy that's going to end up being Anna's stepdad slash Tess's fiance. He's played by fucking Mark Harmon, which I don't know why that, like, messed me up so much. I haven't actually watched anything that he's in, but I know he's in NCIS. Yeah, that's, like, his most famous thing. And also, did you know he was a quarterback? I did not know this. He was. What? It was. <laughs> I was just looking at it a moment ago for the team. It was one of the UCLA teams. Hang on just a moment. But no, he, dude, actually used to be a quarterback. That's, I mean, I believe it. People do do stuff like that all the time. But, like, I did not realize this. Yeah, I know basically was, nothing yeah. about this guy except that he's handsome. Yeah, he was a UCLA Bruins. He was a quarterback, and his major in college was communication. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's fair. Right. Um, but, yeah, he se- I mean, he seems like a nice enough dude, but um, we... We get enough to know that, like, Te- uh, not Tess, she's marrying him, obviously, she likes him. Anna doesn't seem to like him very much. Uh, we'll find out over the course of the movie why. And honestly, it is, her being, like, 17, it is kind of, it is fair. Um, basically, she's her dad. She's 17, her dad didn't die, yeah, her dad died not too long ago. Yeah, like, three years ago, I think they say, which is a fair amount of time, so I can understand Tess having moved on and, like, found herself somebody new. But again, her being 17... I feel like it's a fair, at least a fairly realistic portrayal of her still being hung up on her dad. Uh, right. Even though we don't get any actual like explicit 
depictions or anything of her dad. I feel like it would have helped if we got any kind of like flashbacks or just talking about memories of the dad. In yeah, this, but we really don't. You would think her mom as a therapist would have, you know, maybe tried to bring that up a little bit. Yeah, but whatever. Um, so, I mean, like he's trying to do the like laid back semi hands off approach thing, I guess. The, the only real character moment we get here at the beginning with him is him like promise, like him mildly scolding, uh, scolding Harry for getting into the ice cream and then being like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care. Eat some ice cream. If you want, I won't tell your mom. Um, her dad, uh, Tessa's dad has come into town for the wedding and Hey, guess what? He's old. That's the entirety of his character is that he's old. Like that's, that's, that's seriously, that's all we get. Like, um, okay. Throughout this entire scene, Tess, not, ah, I hate this. I keep switching. I keep fucking swapping them up throughout this entire, uh, scene. Anna, (laughs) do what? Let's just call him Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay. Well, it's no, I mean, I keep swapping the two of them, like who's doing what uh, throughout this entire scene. Anna is uh, practicing in the garage with her band, which I feel like two, the uh, two of them are like her best friends at school. We see them a lot, but like the other two people in her band, I feel like we only see for like scenes with the entire band, <laughs> which I mean, is fair, I guess, but I don't know. It's just funny to me. Um, but yeah, so they're they're practicing and then it's doing the whole stereotypical haha teenager is in a band, so obviously it's super duper loud thing. I think that's right. supposed to be I think it's that's loud supposed and to be angry. Why, yeah. Well I think that's supposed to be why Harry was able to get away with the ice cream is because like Tess is so distracted being mad at that that she didn't notice him getting into it or something. Probably. But um but yeah, her her dad rolls into town or rolls into the house right at this point, but uh, but of course, he's old and it's loud, so like he can't actually hear Tess trying to talk to him. I don't even remember what she was trying to tell him. Now I think of it, it, it wasn't anything like really important. But like, it does this whole thing where like she's shouting at like the top of her lungs, whatever it is that she was trying to tell him, and he's like, "What? I can't hear you. It's too loud." So she like writes it down. And he's like, "Oh, hang on, let me get my glasses." And it's like, <sighs> shouldn't he have been wearing them already? I don't know. Whatever. Um. We almost just kind of skip. No, no, no. There's a. As much as I love Jamie Lee Curtis and as much as I like the movie overall, some bullshit happens here because um, Anna finds out that Tess has gotten rid of her bedroom door. That's a fu- that I hate that part. Yeah, no, you you don't. Do- and not that this is not that this was like invented for this movie. Not that this, this is the only movie that's ever done this. Not that they came up with it. Like, I've known people in real life who've said that their parents did that. But, like, you don't, you don't fucking do that. That's not cool. Especially because the way that Anna finds out this happened is that fucking Harry got into her bras and, like, he and his friends are, like, playing around with her underwear, which is an odd choice Sorry, to make. No, no boy, no boy that age would do that. Because at that age, it's still, oh my god, ew, girl things. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird choice to have made. They do some odd focusing on underwear oh i can see about like if they had them reading her diary or journal or whatever but that was just really weird with the yeah just a just a weird choice um but yeah so that's that's like how she finds out that her door is gone because they're in her room messing with her stuff this is when we get the scene of her going downstairs and jamie lee curtis like sitting at the table with like just this big like haha i got one over on you grin because 
like she found out that she was in detention again. She got detention like twice in one school day. Hot damn. Um, and that she was like failing English and blah, 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 blah. She found out all of this and was like, I'm going to go ahead and just take away your door. And must have been a span of like 10 minutes. She has to have just gotten home. Wait, no, yeah, we see her come home. Wait, hang on. It's it's not very much time in between her coming home and Lindsay Lohan finding out about this. What the fuck? Movie? I don't know. That That's just timelines. Movies always have really weird timelines. Um, but yeah, so they obviously have an argument about this, which, uh, I mean, normally, for the most part, throughout this movie, it's like 50-50, both of them kind of being in the wrong. This is 100% Tess being in the wrong here. You don't do this to your daughter. Um, I don't actually remember what resolves it. I'm just going to say that Mark Harmon reminds them it's time for dinner, and they decide to go to dinner to a place called House of Chang, <laughs> where the manager's name is Pei-Pei. Yep, Pei-Pei. I, I mean, granted, I have done zero research, so I cannot say for certain, but I feel like that's not a real name. I mean, Chang, I know, is an actual last name that people have, but I feel like Pei-Pei is not a real name. Just, just gonna, why? Why, guys? Why? Why did you do this? Out of all the names you could have chosen. (sighs) And the thing is, I can't even say, oh, well, it was a different time, because honestly, I feel like that's still something that would probably happen, depending on the movie today. Oh, and also apparently, Pei on its own is usually a surname. Yeah, I believe that. Pepe literally means to wear, it looks like. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so we got like a Cho Chang situation going on uh, where her name is just last names. It's to wear, to admire, to respect, but yep. Pepe. Great. We're going to call her Pepe because she has a Chinese restaurant. Uh, uh, <sighs> um, anyway, yeah, they're, they're here. They're at House of Chang. Ugh. It's... I got so mad at the name of the restaurant that I kind of missed most of the dinner scene. But basically, we're just getting more interactions between the characters, um, finding out that, we're just, like... Um, we're just seeing more of, you know, oh, you don't understand me, you think my life's so easy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I, I don't remember... I don't remember Mark Harmon's character's name. I don't remember, like, anybody's Ryan. name. in Ryan, thank you. But, yeah, so, like, we find out, like, Ryan, you know, has been trying to get um, Anna to like him, but Obviously, she's got her own whole thing going on, so it's not really working Although out. Harry seems say, to like him pretty good. Well, Do one what? thing I will say that I did like about this movie, which is ex- I thought was extremely unusual for a Disney movie, and we can get into this a little bit later, but just how they actually approach the step-parent situation. Yeah, yeah. Given and- how they usually treat step-parents. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, especially for Disney, you're right. Normally, it's like right. the so I was like, evil or really asshole step-parent. Right, I was, like, really impressed with how they handled that kind of situation in this movie. Yeah, and, like, not that they, like, specifically made him a saint. Honestly, like, I feel like they wrote him pretty realistically. Like, everybody in this movie is doing a pretty good job in terms of, like, acting their characters and stuff. But, yeah, like, they they make him, like, just a, like, a kind of just a regularly decent guy, which is weird for a movie. Well, it's like they show that Anna's in feeling how she does about because you know it's still even if he's a nice guy it's still bad it's somebody new but like yeah. it doesn't treat her this way she's not being but at the same time it's not like the usual mustache twirling oh i'm gonna marry your mom and then ship you off to boarding school 
boarding school kind of thing. <laughs> but none of that matters because um, Tess and Anna are literally basically just fighting this entire time. Oh, also, side note, um, I guess uh, Ryan must have called ahead for uh, at least part of this because he says that he pre-ordered the Peking Duck for her. And granted, I don't... I don't know a ton of people. Who the who the hell? What the hell? Seventeen year old is like ah yes. My favorite thing at the Chinese place is Peking duck. Okay, now as far as teenagers and you know, no, they're not going to eat that kind of thing. Okay, so <laughs> no, no, no. This actually isn't me. This is one of my sister's friends. So my family, oh, no. we used to go on spring break for a while every year. Either in spring or summer, we would go to Florida. And once Haley and I respectively got old enough, our parents would let us bring a friend with us. Yeah. At one year, they went with Haley. Like, I had moved out. I was at college. But they went with Haley. And she took one of her friends. And they, their rule was, you know, if, you're, if you were the friend on the trip, it's like, we'll buy your food for you. But just the rule is if you order it, you have to eat it. Yeah, fair. You know, you're not going to just order food and then waste it because, oh, never mind. I don't like it. And one of her friends that they were with, she decided they went to a restaurant. She wanted to try oysters on the half shell. Ooh. And Ooh, that's something you got to really eating, have a taste for. Right, and like even the waiter kind of looked at her like, you know, they're raw, right? And her friend's like, yeah. And the waiter looks at dad, and dad's like, that's what she ordered. And so the waiter's like, okay. They bring the waiters, and by the time the waiter came back, there was just this neat little stack of empty shells. On okay. The side of her she ate every single one of them. Okay, I, I don't even know that I'd manage that. To be perfectly honest, hot damn. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, okay, there we go. I guess I stand corrected. Maybe, I guess it is, like, plausible that it, that even a teen would be like, yes, the Peking Duck, that is the thing I enjoy. Um, but I don't know. The point is, like, see, he, like, he's, he's making an effort. He went ahead and ordered her favorite thing for her, but doesn't matter. She, (laughs) she's too busy fighting with Tess. And this is where... I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna use her name because I hate it. But this is where the uh, the owner's mom. We start seeing her like hovering around in the background, and the face that this lady makes. I've already made it a uh, an emoji in in the Discord because I thought we were gonna record this episode a while ago. Um, like this lady is clearly on some schemes right now, and she like specifically. I don't even think she brought out fortune cookies for the whole rest of the table i think she just gave them to tess and anna if i saw it right i think she did or like maybe she brought out normal ones for the table and just happened to have those two on a little platter no 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 she didn't even take them to the table that's right anna and tess actually get up to go argue somewhere else basically because tess is like we're not gonna fight at the table Right, right 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 she takes her off to the side over by the bathrooms and this lady tracks them down and is like here have some fortune cookies. And then they like do a close up on her face, just giving the most obvious I'm doing schemes face that you've ever seen. It kind of reminded me wild. of the, like, what? The, ori- the original Grinch from the animated one, that slow, like kind of creepy ass. Yeah. Part. Let me see if I still have the picture saved. I'm pretty sure I do. There it is. Yeah. I'm going to post this in the chat because holy shit. Uh, which. T- yes see i was <laughs> <Yeah>. right <laughs> and like like lady you gotta chill <laughs> i don't even this character i don't even think we ever get her name i think she's just i don't think we do she's just pay pay's mom yeah she's just mom 
or mama, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so they, they read the fort. They, by this point, Anna has locked herself in the bathroom. Tess, of course, is right outside the bathroom, basically being like, Hey, come out here. Listen to me. And they obviously, they do the thing that we all knew was going to happen. They break open the fortune cookie and read it. I don't remember the exact wording, but the point is honestly, this, (laughs) honestly, this sounds like a 2003 Chinese version of, the prophecy or spell or whatever from Brave. <laughs> now that I think of it, because it, it's basically like it again. I don't remember the exact wording. I didn't pay attention to that part. The gist of it is, uh, like this. Uh, this will this will all end when like you learn to be selfless and love and love each other and see each other through each other's eyes or something like that. Um, and there's there's an earthquake for two people. <laughs> Just for the two people. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Um, the, I I hate the timing on this, just because like they they read the fortune cookies. I assume they probably also had to eat part of it or something. I don't know. I don't think it's. I don't know. I almost think like because a lot of times when you see stuff like that, it's like the act of actually breaking the cookie. Yeah, and then like Personally, reading. The I would have eaten the cookie because I mean it's a fortune cookie and they're awesome. Yeah, I do enjoy the taste. Um, but I just I hate the timing on it because like. It's not exactly late at night right now. It's, like, probably early to mid-evening, which means they still have, like, all of dinner and the whole rest of the night, like, after this, and then went to bed, and we see it actually, like, going into effect at, like, literally, literally midnight, right as the clock flips over. And it's, like, I sort of wonder what would happen if, like, one of them was a night owl. Like, me, I'm always still up at midnight. Like, if Anna was on the couch, like, channel surfing, would she have just passed out so that the body swap could happen? <laughs> but, but, anyway, um, it mainly just bugs me because of something, well, something else we'll see at the end. But, now the movie can truly begin. They have officially swapped bodies. It is the next morning. <laughs> and I kind of love the initial reveal. It's yes it's because it's it's um it's anna waking up but we're still since it's tess in her body we're getting like tess voice for like the inner monologue and it's doing one of those shots that i fucking love where like they've set up a rig like on the actor with a camera right in their face just kind of doing a fisheye effect i don't know why but i love those shots um and like so the whole thing is just her going like what's what's going on i don't something doesn't feel right what's like this hair, this hair doesn't seem like mine. These nails aren't mine. She fucking, she grabs her ass and is like, that's definitely not mine. <laughs> and like, I don't know. It's just, it's like simultaneously dumb and cliched, but also very funny that like, that's the thing that like cements it for her. She's like, wait a minute. Something's not right here. Can we just say, I just want to give a shout out to the, how good the acting was for Lindsay Lohan yeah, oh my God. pretending to be Jamie Lee Curtis in Lindsay Lohan's body and vice versa. Yeah, no, they are both acting their best in this whole movie, the whole rest of this movie, because just goddamn. Um, I love it. But Harry comes in <laughs> and in fairness, this boy is what, like eight, I guess. I don't know. They never say his age. Um, anyway, uh, he's, he's young enough that he's at a different school from Anna. So there's that, I guess. Um, but he, like, comes in freaking out. Oh, my God, Mom's dead. And it's still doing, like, the fisheye close-up on Anna's face and Tess in her body is like, I'm dead? And she, he's like, no, Mom's dead. Jesus. 
Oh my god. I just I don't know. I kind of enjoy I enjoyed this scene of like the two of them like waking up and freaking out. Um I think he just tells Harry, okay, like she's still breathe like he drag he basically drags Tess in Anna or Tess over to where Anna is asleep in her own body and like he's like, see look, she's not getting up and like basically they figure out, okay, she's still breathing, everything's fine. Uh go down and get yourself some breakfast. You know what, you can even have Anna's cereal, which like asshole but okay whatever <laughs> um but yeah so she she manages to wake anna up they have a whole what did, what does anna say she's like get away from me you clone freak or something like that something yeah like cl- clone creep clone freak something like that i don't remember but and then like feels out or feels her own face like realizes what's happened she's like she says, I look like the Crypt Keeper, which, okay, first off, rude. I love that scene. <laughs> oh, my God. There's so much in this movie that's just top-notch. Um, but, yeah, so they eventually, I guess, managed to calm down enough to figure out, okay, we're, we got to go get ready for our respective days. Uh, Anna 100% does not want to do anything, which, in fairness, I don't know that I would want to leave the bedroom either in a situation like this. <laughs> But um, so that's that's Anna's plan. Anna wants to just stay home and let this day just happen without her. But Tess basically manages to eventually like talk her out of it and to be like, okay, no, you don't actually have to do anything. Just be in the same room with my patients and everything will be fine for one day. Um, And uh, and does she actually agree to go take whatever this test is for her? Or is is that just kind of something she realizes? Oh, crap. Wait a minute. I think she realizes she has to, because, I mean, they got to live in each other's bodies, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we get, like, a whole scene of, like, again, great acting on Lindsay Lohan's part. Her just kind of, like, pacing the room and being like, well, I suppose I could go take the test for you. At my age, this won't be difficult for me. I should be able to pass it quite easily. And it's like, what? <laughs> Calm down with this. <laughs> um, But, yeah, they eventually... They, calm down enough that they start getting dressed uh tess goes over into anna's room to start getting dressed and i guess immediately went to her closet for like the most formal looking things that anna had because she's she's sitting here in like khakis and a button down when she notices that anna has pierced her navel which no one fucking says navel everyone just says belly button but anna has i guess gotten her belly button pierced at some point um didn't she say it was at a friend's party did i hear that right what was it now? Didn't she say that she got her belly button pierced at like a friend's party? Did I hear that right? I think right? so. I think so. Like that would be that would be my concern. Like not that she got pierced, but like do it at a place. I mean, I don't know who it was that would have done it. Maybe they have experience with piercings, but like don't just do that shit at a friend's house at a friend's party. Go to a piercing place where you're less likely to get an infection. My sister gave herself MRSA doing that. Exactly. I forget what that is, but it doesn't sound good. MRSA, the really, really bad disease that could have made her lose her ear. They decided to pierce their own cartilage. Oh, exactly. Children. Yeah, okay, PSA moment, since we're both fucking adults at this point. Oh, my God. Don't Uh, do your own goddamn piercings. Go to a fucking tattoo parlor. Exactly. Any young people that, I don't know why you would be, but any young people that might be listening to this, don't 
do your own piercings or your own tattoos. Go to an actual place for both of those. That does not include Claire's with those awful piercing guns. Go to Ooh, a yeah, tattoo no. parlor. Yeah, no. Don't go to like Claire's or anywhere else that's going to be using a piercing gun. Have like get someone who knows what they're doing. Someone who's preferably someone who's like covered in these things because you know that they know what they're doing. Anyway, PSA over. <laughs> um fucking but yeah, so they 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 get to school. They drop Tess off in Anna's body. Tess is already starting to see that Harry can be kind of a little shit because he's back there already picking at her because of course, as far as he knows, that's still Anna. Which we'll we'll come back to that later on. Harry's kind of kind of an asshole about this. Um, <clears throat> this is where we get uh, after uh, Tess gets out. This is where we get the scene where Anna again still in Tess's body, uh, basically <laughs> tries to make Harry fucking walk to his own school from there. And what's he what's he say? He says it's like twenty blocks or something like that. Yep, twenty blocks. Yeah, or um, twenty miles. And- yeah. It's, it was 20 of something, and she's like, eh, you'll be fine, just walk. <laughs> He's like, what about bullies? Run fast. <laughs> As an older sibling, <laughs> I felt that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I just I just love the explicitness of the line, but what about bullies? Like, there's something to unpack there. Harry, are you okay? Are you getting picked yep. on? Um, But yeah, so we, we've had, like, a couple of vague mentions uh, the night before that, like, Tess wishes that Anna were still friends with. Uh, was Stacy's last name Hinkhouse? What kind of? I don't. I refuse to believe that's a real name. But mm-hmm. I th- I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure that's how she was listed in the credits. Was Stacy Hinkhouse? I don't know. I think but the so. point is, Hinkley like, Hinkhouse, something like that. Yeah, but the point is that like Anna and Stacy, I guess, were friends when they were kids, and for whatever reason, just aren't now. Whatever. And I, I guess whatever sort of. They never, like, go into it, but I think it's basically implied that it was over a boy. That's, I guess, kind of got to be it, yeah. Or just falling into different cliques. Um, but yeah, whatever whatever their falling out was, I guess Tess didn't actually know any of the details on. Because, like, we we got a couple of hints uh, the night before that she still wishes that Anna and Stacy were uh, were still friends. So, of course, when, as soon as she sees Stacy... What is she, the first thing she tries to do is go up and be like, hey, Stacy, we don't talk as much as we should, blah, blah, blah. And fucking this girl, like, pulls Anna's shirt over her, like, over the top of her and, like, shoves her over a bike rack, which... Fucking dangerous, any, dude. Yeah, no, exactly. If any adult had seen, should have gotten her, I mean, at the very least, I guess school, this school just tosses kids in detention. But at the very least, should have gotten her that. I don't know. Stacy's an asshole. Um, <laughs> her friends basically come up Stacey's and they're like, hey. bitch. Yeah, her friends come up and they're basically like, hey, you want us to fight her? Stacy does not have it going on. No. I don't know about her mom. We don't see Stacy's mom in this movie. Um, I mean, she raised a bitch, so she can't have it going on that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, is this... I keep forgetting like when Jake actually does and doesn't come into the movie. Does does she see him at this point yet? Uh Jake sees quote unquote Anna, I think after she's in detention. Right. Okay, I Just, knew that like, part. Out. Yeah, because that's another thing that pissed me off was like when Anna uh said that she had met Jake in detention, fucking Tess was just like, Oh, sounds promising. And it's like 
it's detention in high school. That barely indicates anything. He's probably, I mean, one, we find out later he wasn't actually in detention. He just works there. But, like, it, like, I, like for all you know, he could end up being just a perfectly fine young man. He just was in detention. You can get detention for fucking tardies. I had the school I went to when I was in, I think this was middle school, didn't do detention. They did Saturday school. And I got Saturday school once because of tardies, even though literally was not my fault because it was me getting there late in the morning, which means it was my parents running into traffic and not getting me into school on time. We thought that was bullshit. Like if you're not, unless if you're not old enough to drive yourself, you shouldn't be given detentions for parents not getting you on time. Yeah. Yes. <sighs> Which That's again, like, like, when I was in, like when I was in middle school, our thing was we had to have our agenda signed by our parents every night, and it's like I there were a couple times too where myself and my friends we would tell our parents, "Hey, I need you to sign this. Hey, I need you to sign this," and they would just forget. Yeah. So then I'm the one getting penalized when I go into class. It's like, well, you should have made sure they signed it. Like I'm a kid. Like what the fuck? I, I can tell your ass right now what they probably did. What a lot of the parents who ended up not signing their kids thing probably did was tell themselves, okay, I'll get that later on after dinner. And then their ass either forgot or just straight up fell asleep and they didn't get to it. That's right. They got distracted. Why is my door open? Otto, are you in here? He's not Puppy? in here. <laughs> He's not here. I don't know. He probably like poked his head in at some point and I didn't notice. Um, no. Anyway. <laughs> God. No, but um, yeah, no, yeah, that's right. Because the next... No, we switch over to... Do we go back over to Anna before we actually see Tess in class? I think... I want to say yes. Okay, because... The plot summary I'm using kind of bounces stuff back and forth. Like, it tries to, like, lump all the character stuff together so it's not 100% linear. Yeah, and that's basically how I end up remembering everything, too. I'm bad at keeping movies in order right? Um, in my head. So yeah, we switch over to to Anna in Tess's body getting to work, and oh boy, remember the guy from yesterday? He's funny crazy. Oh no, first it's her getting overwhelmed by phones, which <laughs> right. yeah, to be fair is a lot. Um, this is where we get our cameo of is the guy's name Boris? Yeah, Boris, because that was his name in the original Freaky Friday. Who makes the Who makes the teenage heartthrob love interest named Boris? I need to watch the the original now, dude. Holy shit. I mean, have you seen what some of the parents named their kids recently? I mean, fair. There are, I think, statistically, like, six kids per year that end up being named Bacon. So, like, I'm not going to question names. Well, it's then just... after Game of Thrones, you had an uptick in girls named Khaleesi. God, of course you did. Yep. And then don't uh, forget all of the names that have the random E-I-G-H's stuck in there. <laughs> But no, but like, I don't know. It's just so weird for the love interest to be Boris. Like, that's not a that's not a hot teenager name. That's a 60 year old Russian man working on the boilers. Anyway, we get like a brief cameo from him. Um, basically, I don't even remember what it was he's delivering. He's delivering something. Um, it's just not... it's just kind of funny how he was the he was the Chad Michael Murray character in the original. Yep, which I guess means that this is where Jake's going to be in like 30 years, is just yeah, delivering You're going to be delivery dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against delivery dudes, of course. Yeah, You know what? He's cool. He has a motorcycle. Maybe, maybe he'll be a courier. <laughs> there you go. R- rather than like UPS. He could God. be like a big CEO style boss, and this is like the one day a month or one day a year that he does his employee jobs. Yeah, there we go. 
Oh, who is it that's talking about doing that? Is that Bite Squad? <laughs> I guess to date this podcast. I, I think so. I don't remember. It's somebody. It's uh, not important. It's uh, not but important. yeah, so Anna's getting um, kind of overloaded by all of the phone calls that are coming in. Um, she ends up, <laughs> she ends up taking a call that at the time I don't think they say directly who it is. Um, at least I don't remember her saying, but like somebody that you can tell is related to the wedding that is literally two days from now. No, tomorrow is going to be tomorrow. Uh, I guess just now hitting her with a bill of $10,000. I don't... Holy shit. My yep. entire wedding was less than that. But that's because it was at my dad's house. And Dude, right? he did nothing. <laughs> my sister and uh, Haley and Sam, they rented like an Airbnb in Indiana. Exactly. And like ordered barbecue for the reception. And, you know, I think the most she spent on it was her dress, basically. Yeah. We didn't even, we didn't even do a dress. Julia just or like we each just wore like our nicer clothes that we would wear yeah. for like if we were going out to dinner. Um, right, right. Not not the point. Just damn that still just hurts me. Ten thousand dollars just on the catering. Anyway, um, Anna also refuses to believe this because she fires them <laughs> the day the day before the wedding. She's canceling on the catering. Oh mm-hmm. my god, I do not want that kind of stress. Um, no. This is where, damn it, I keep forgetting his name. Was it Felix? Her really needy patient. I think so. Okay. But yeah, this is where Felix comes in and like he sees that she's not answering her phone and he's all, see, I told you I wouldn't be able to talk to you while you were gone. Ha ha ha. He's super, super needy because he's crazy, you guys. It's so funny. The rest of the scene, though, is genuinely kind of funny, though. Um, after After he leaves of Anna just like sitting there like <laughs> halfway listening to all of her mom's uh, clients and being like and how does that make you feel <laughs> one guy I think says that he's been feeling depressed and she asks him how that makes him feel and he just goes depressed um we we get Anna actually going off on someone which yeah no and again I'm on Anna's side on this one a mom comes in and talks about like I guess she's worried about her daughter hooking up with the wrong crowd or something and says that she's been reading it reading through her daughter's diaries. So, like, Anna, like, gets mad at her and tells you, you don't fucking do that. Yeah, don't read your daughter's diary. If you have, if, okay, I, I think, I'm, I'm, I, you and I, I think, are the oldest two in our, in the Discord for this. So, yep. uh, everyone else, when, if y'all start having kids, and don't read later on their when, shit. Yeah, exactly. Later on, when all of our kids are teens, don't read their diary. They if will never, there's... ever, ever trust you again anytime and soon. The, and as well, they shouldn't because you have destroyed that. Don't read your kid's diary. And some whole, oh, I'm the adult. I know better. It's like, no. No, you, you don't. You want them reading your shit. You don't read theirs unless, I mean, obviously you want them to trust you so that if something does happen, yeah. they feel it... comfortable talking to you, not, oh, well, they're just going to go through my shit anyway. And, like, again, this isn't, like, a hard and fast rule. If you genuinely think, like, if you genuinely think, like, I'm pretty sure my kid's gotten into drugs or something right. like something that. Something like that serious. Yeah, if it's something serious, like, you could tell there's something up and you, like, and they're just straight up not talking to you, then obviously it gets into gray areas, stuff like that. But as a general rule... If it's just like, oh, they're not telling me every little bit of their day anymore, don't read their diary. Yeah. 
especially because this turns out to be like i i think my daughter's hooking up with some guy like you can talk to your kid about that you don't have to sneak around and read their diary just be like hey how's it with mm-hmm. you and what's his name mm-hmm. <sighs> and that's basically what what tess tells uh, not tess this is anna in tess's body that's basically what anna ends up telling her like that's gross don't don't read her diary and of course there's nothing going on she's a nervous teenager uh, she's probably too nervous to even say anything about this guy and she's also probably got a million other things going on and it starts getting a little too personal because she's like and she probably also has a friend that hasn't talked to her in years and she wa- she doesn't know why that's happening either and it, the, every time she tries to bring it up the friend is just mean to her or something like that and it's like hey Anna you okay I left out the montage we had a shopping montage before before she went to a Disney movie without some kind of montage well exactly i mean in fairness i do like me a good montage but yeah no before she started meeting with patients anna fucking goes and gets her mom's haircut she gets her ear pierced properly at a place for it um which i mean both of those are kind of crappy but like hair will grow back and you can stop wearing the earring and your ear will heal heal up the part (laughs) the part about this where i am mad about her is it looks like she must have racked up so much credit card debt in this one day oh pardon me sorry like, she does, I don't, an unknown amount of shopping, but, like, we see her just slapping down credit cards, and it's like, girl, this is how that I know you're a teenager. Be a lot of debt. <laughs> yeah, this is how I know you're a teenager. You don't know shit about how that works. You have absolutely no concept of a budget. <laughs> no. Um, I just realized we never mentioned earlier, um, when she was practicing with her band, uh, they found out that they are, was this where they officially find out that they're in or i remember her friend saying that they're first alternate but then like later on it actually shows them performing so i guess that's that must mean they were first alternate and the person ahead of them dropped out so now they're actually in the point is they have gotten um an audition for like basically something that will end up would end up being like i think a bigger series of performances or something like that at a Mm -hmm. local house of blues because of course it's called the house of blues it's always the house of blues um but oh no it's right at the same time as the rehearsal dinner that we have tonight. And so that's that's the core conflict here, is that, like, Anna is convinced her mo- that Tess would say no, and the Tess of yesterday would have would have said no, in fairness. The, the Tess of when this movie is over doesn't, but, like, the Tess of yesterday 100% would have just said no and dropped into that. Um, are rehearsal dinners even a thing anymore? Do people... I mean, I get, it looks like their wedding is a lot bigger, so I guess so. Did... Did uh, did y'all do y'all did a rehearsal dinner? I think you said right for uh, Haley. It wasn't even wedding? it wasn't even really a rehearsal dinner. It was basically we went up to the Airbnb. Of course, the wedding party was already there, eh. and basically we just went over. Or they went over like you know, okay, you're gonna be you know people are gonna be sitting here. We're gonna go down the aisle. We worked out who was gonna help hold her dress while she walked, and that was pretty much it. And then we they had the house to themselves after that. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, this makes it look like it's a whole, like, this almost looks like it's a whole separate gala event or something when we see it later I on. I mean, it, depending on the wedding, it can be. Like, if I you're doing, so. like, one of those big, like, you know, the usual Catholic weddings, there is absolutely a rehearsal dinner, and it is a big thing. Because it's, you literally do, like, the ceremony and practice the procession down the aisle, who goes up, who goes down. You do that with the wedding party. Yeah, that it is a thing. It's just I think lately it's getting to where it's not as big a thing because people <laughs> usually are scaling back to weddings. That's because our that's because our age group can't fucking afford it. Because um, we're broke. <laughs> like the, the aside from my own, the only other weddings I've been involved in 
were like both really small. So I guess that's why I have no like frame for this because it wasn't a part of it. Um, but yeah, so that's going to end up being important later on. Obviously, uh, her friends are pretty pissed that like Anna just assumes that her mom is going to say no. Um, but anyway, uh, back to no, we switch over from from Anna now back over to Tess at school. Uh, I'm trying to get the order down. If she if the thing with her teacher happens before or after the test, I'm pretty sure it's before. I don't remember. <laughs> um, I don't. It doesn't matter. The point is, um, we'll just take these things in this order. Um, she's she's in English class with that teacher that fucking hates her uh, from yesterday. And th- this type of quiz that he's doing. No. You do not do this. Uh, this is not anything. I can see doing this as like a popcorn thing for a review, but making this an official quiz and then just telling the kids their grades, this guy should be fired for this alone. Well, maybe not fired for this alone, but he would get in trouble for this alone. Um, Hamlet, that's right. I forgot what they were reading for a second. But yeah, basically, like they, I guess, have been reading Hamlet, and so he decides he's going to like popcorn it to each of the kids and ask everybody like one question, and you're graded on for this, like pop quiz is going to be based on that but also he just like straight up announces okay you get a b and it's like you don't do that okay um it ended up not working out i'm not a teacher but i went to school for it and like one of the things they stressed to us the most was like you don't sit there and just announce everybody else's grades to each other that's messed up but anyway this is where we get do what so i was agreeing i didn't okay but anyway yeah this is where we get the twist for this character because fucking it feels like such a cliche now but again it was 2003 so i don't know how overused this trope was at the time uh basically it turns out um when tess goes to talk to him after class to be like hey i gave you a good answer why did you give me an f blah 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 it turns out back in the day when tess was in high school for real that guy asked her out did they even say to what dance? I think she just. Says I think it was. The just, dance. I think it was prom. Okay, I didn't catch if it was prom or just so the dance. Kind of a big like, deal, but still. Yeah, like he he asked Tess out to, I'm gonna say to yeah to I guess prom, and Tess turned him down, and now fucking what is this like thirty years later that he's like still mad about it and taking it out on her daughter? What the fuck, dude? Like, how many issues do you have? Yeah. And I just love the way she ends the scene, though, being like, oh, and by the way, she had a boyfriend and you were weird. And it's like, yeah, I believe that. The way he's been acting, I believe that. He probably was. Um, Not that I not not that I think this is going to change anything. I'm fairly certain that after this movie ends and they're back in their own bodies, he's still probably going to be just as big of an asshole to Anna as he has been so far. But at the very least, Tess knows about it now and is going to be on her side for it. But anyway, this is where they go to the test. <laughs> don't, don't. Um, and Tess basically decides, you know what? Anna and Stacy have been not friends for too long. I'm going to take this into my own hands. And basically like, pulls Stacy aside. And it's like, why all of the fighting? We used to be friends. What happened to us? Don't you remember all the sleepovers and trick-or-treating? <laughs> Which the, trick-or- the trick-or-treating just seems like such an odd pool. Like, I mean, it's believable, obviously, when they were kids. It just feels like such an odd pool to be like, and we used to go trick-or-treating. 
And, like, Seishi doesn't even really say anything in response. She just kind of, like, thinks for a second and is like, hey, sit with me. And so you think, okay, maybe the, maybe things will work out. No. In fact, no. It turns out not only is Seishi an asshole like we already knew, she's a asshole. Capital, uh, capital asshole. Because in the middle of the test, she writes, uh, Tess, well, who she thinks is Anna, a little note saying, I'm so happy we're friends now. And, like, you know, taps her on the shoulder to look at it. And, like, just immediately gets her in trouble for cheating. Like, okay, it's one thing to be antagonistic and to not like somebody, but don't fucking get them in trouble on whatever test this is. They've been <laughs> talking about how important this record, is. Dude. Yeah, exactly. Don't sit there and, like, ruin her and try to ruin her academic career, too. Like, what the fuck, Stacy? What are you doing? I'm honestly a little bit on Tessa's side with what she does here a little bit later on, because goddamn. Um, she she ends up in detention for cheating. Uh, she doesn't actually go to detention. This is where she runs into Jake. This is where shit starts going way off the rails with jake's character because holy shit um but for right now he's still fairly normal um this is where we find out okay that the whole i met him in detention thing isn't because he was actually in detention i guess he's like a teacher's aide during certain some periods of detention or something like that um and he tells tess again that he thinks it's anna hey you know what i can help you finish that test and I honestly sort of like this this shot of them going through the teacher's lounge because of how out of it everybody is. And, like, that's true. Uh, I I said I ended up not actually becoming a teacher, but I was a sub for a little while. And, yeah, any time that I was in the teacher's lounge, yeah, it was basically this. Um, but he takes her to, like, a sort of back room kind of attached to the, the teacher's lounge because that's where they're keeping the tests, I guess. I don't fucking know. Um... And basically, they, they find her test and spend, I guess, basically what's supposed to be, like, probably a full class period or something going through and, like, finishing it up. Um, the thing, though, that I said that I was on her side for, and actually, Kat, what do you think on this one? Where she, when she finds Stacy's test? On the one hand, on a visceral level, I totally agree and get with it. <laughs> exactly. But also, but... it's like, but you gotta realize, though, when you got, whenever you guys do switch back, Anna's gonna be the one dealing with the fallout, which we see May is about to come a little bit quicker than we would have liked. Assuming she gets caught, I guess. So there's that, but yeah. And this also does like turn Jake off from her. Well, that's um, what I mean. It's like, okay, now she's gotta worry about now Jake thinks you're a petulant little kid, but again, yeah. totally agree and would probably do the same thing. Oh, I do want to say I caught a really obvious dub here too. Okay. Um when she uh, when she puts it back. No, it's not here. It's no, it is in the same scene when basically Jake is like, I, I don't know. I don't I saw what you did. I don't know why you did that. And like um, Tess tries to go. I don't know why I did that either. That's so not like me. It's it's shot from behind. So they like you can t you can tell like if you watch Lindsay Lohan in that scene, like she's not moving even like the little bit of like her face that you can kind of see her jaws not moving like they 100% dubbed in that line later on in post nice which I mean happens it's a thing that happens in movies you can if you're looking out for it you can catch it in a lot of stuff it's just one of the ones that like I actually caught and it was funny as hell to me but but 
at the same time that all of this that this has been going on with Tess, you know what's been going on with Anna? Because honest, <coughs> okay, um, because honestly, what was her Beyonce's name? Ryan. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This was honestly really cool of him to do, but it is also the sort of thing that like a lot of people get stressed out about. So I feel like he should have said something. Um, basically, surprise, he got Tess on like a talk show to talk about her book. This is like the only time the book comes up, unless there was something else that I missed. I but, think this is the only time. Like it may have been briefly mentioned before, but this is like the first time it's actually like a thing. Yeah. But uh, basically, he got he like surprise as a surprise to her. Um, got her on a talk show to talk up her book, and basically, if this had been Tess in her own body, would have been probably, I guess, the dream. She would have been like been able to talk this thing up. Uh, but it's it's not Tess in her body; it's Anna in her body, and she has no idea what's going on. <laughs> and it's it's this cutting could possibly go wrong. I know, right? It's cutting between this and um, Tess at school. Because fucking the the little like side room that she and Jake are finishing up her test and there's a TV like mounted to the wall that for whatever reason is just turned to this tuned to this talk show. <laughs> so like she's able to watch all of this happen because uh, Anna does not handle it super good at first, but then manages to like I think they cut away from what she was actually saying. So I don't know what she told the crowd, but we definitely see her crowd surfing. So it was something popular <laughs> and like, it's just so funny because it, it does that thing, of course, where like, you know, Tess again in Anna's body sees this happening and is like, oh, she's dead. She's so super dead. And Jake's just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, wait, what? Yeah. And then fucking uh, apparently, I guess Anna kind of lost sight of uh, of her being Tess for a little while because like she just straight up leaves after all of that happens. She does not hook back up with um with Harry and Ryan and I don't think we ever learned her dad's name, but him. Um, she like does not hook back up with them. She instead like goes off to a coffee shop where it turns out Jake works because. He mentioned that he's late for his second job. Um, I just realized, did we skip the parent-teacher conference, or is that has that not happened yet? I don't know that it's happened yet. Okay, because again, I like all of this was the order of events. I completely lose. Um, but yeah, like <laughs> fucking, she signed some guy's butt and then just left. I guess <laughs> because that's responsible. Um, no, totally, but. But yeah, she she goes to the coffee shop. She and Jake end up having like a whole conversation where if she was in her own body, this would be a great day. But she's not in her own body right now. Of course not. That would be mildly problematic. Yeah, no. Um. Okay, no, sorry. Craig was messaging me for a second. I was like, what are you doing? Are you leaving? No, okay, good. He's still here. Um. But yeah, uh, the the point is, um, if 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 this were Anna in her own body, she and Jake are super hitting it off right now. Uh, but it's not, and this is where we find out that Jake uh, might be into moms, which again would I be think fine. They were implying that he's after Anna, that he loves Anna for who she is, not what she looks like. There's definitely also that aspect. But the way he like fawns over her throughout the whole rest of the movie where he's like, 
no, she's not really getting married. That can't be right. And there's just oh, something about her and like all of that jazz. I'm like, man, I think you got some stuff you got to work out. Yeah, <laughs> Which no, yeah. no judgment. We're not going to judge. I mean, partly because he knows that she's getting married and he keeps saying, but, but I like her and all of that jazz. Then there's like a fucking first Bueller-esque scene where like um, he decides that she has to go and he gives her a ride on the back of his motorcycle and oh, coincidentally, they pull up at a red light like right next to Ryan and, and then they drive off. I don't really remember how she gets away from him, actually, now that I think of it. Come, you know, come to think of it, that means that Jake just left work and didn't say anything. He just up and yeeted off. Yeah, basically. Um, which, from what we see of Jake for the whole rest of this, maybe that's a thing he does. I don't know. Jake's not. Jake's got some stuff going on. Um, I. But anyway, uh, again, I'm forgetting the order of events, so I'm just gonna go right to the parent-teacher conference because that's the next thing I know that happens. Um. Like, I don't... Do we see anything of Anna again for the rest of the day? Or are we just on Tess now? Or, I mean, do we go back to Tess for the rest of the day, or are we just on Anna now? You'll see, now I'm confused. Like, when you say, are we back on Tess, do you mean Tess in Anna's body or actual Tess? Yeah, exactly. I got myself mixed up. Do we do we go back to Tess in Anna's body at school at all again for the rest of the day, or are we just on um, I Anna think in we're Tess's just body on. Now? I think we're just on Anna in Tess's body. Okay, okay. So then, yeah, this must be when the parent-teacher conference happens. Um, or it might have been earlier, and we got ourselves... Actually, I think it was earlier, because Harry was at the talk show thing, and that was why, was that she brought him from school. So I think we got ourselves mixed up. Not that it really matters. You can basically take any individual scenes in this movie and rearrange them, and it doesn't really impact anything. Um, so I guess backing up a little bit, Harry had a parent-teacher conference, because I guess it's just parent-teacher conference day, and the only thing that really comes out of it is that um, he wrote a paper on the, the person that I admire most, or like who my greatest hero is, and it's his sister, because he loves her. But he also fucks with her head, because it's fun. Yeah, that's the thing, he thinks them getting into fights is fun, and it's like, little dude, Stop. He's not, um, but on the other hand, you know, if you've ever, if anyone listening has ever grown up with siblings, whether you're the older or the younger, he's not yep. wrong. Yeah, no, right. But, uh, but yeah, so I mean, like that, that seems, is that, that seems pretty short. That's basically, it, it doesn't really do a whole lot, except that like, she's starting to like her brother a little bit more and <laughs> it's kind of a cute scene, I guess. Um, I feel like there's stuff that I'm forgetting, but I I don't remember if there's anything else for the rest of the day or if it just goes back to them at home. I'm looking over my little thing, too. I gotta write these plot summaries better. <laughs> okay, yeah, I think we just go back to home and then getting ready for the rehearsal there. I think so. Um, but yeah, so they, they go back home. They're getting ready for the rehearsal dinner. Um, at this point, they're like kind of starting to... Or they they're like kind of starting to be friendlier to each other, but haven't like fully made up yet. Um, I feel like they should have at some point talked, and Tess should have been like, "Dude, oh my god, you're right. Stacy's an asshole." Or like any just gone over the day at all. There's like no recap to the day. They're just kind of chilling now. Um, fucking Jake is outside. Um, they're okay. Yeah, they're they're getting ready for uh, for dinner. Um, 
no, Jake's not outside just yet because first Ryan is here and uh, basically is like, what were you doing on some guy's motorcycle earlier today? And of course, Anna doesn't know what to say because, ah, and so luckily Tess comes into the rescue in Anna's body. So he thinks it's Anna coming to the rescue and makes up some bullshit about, oh, uh, I like that guy, but she didn't approve. So I had her hang out with him for a little while to see what she thinks. And it turns out she's okay with me dating him. <laughs> like, again, great acting on, on both of their parts, honestly. Like, Anna just forgetting that she's in Tess's body and being like, oh, really? But then, then, Kat, you remember what happens? Kat, you remember what happens next? I'm thinking, I'm thinking. It's a lot. The, ne- the thing that happens next is a lot. Is it the... It's not the... No. It's the hit me baby one more time. Oh, God. Right. Which, yeah. Funny enough, whenever they show, whenever they ran this movie on TV afterwards, like on what on the Disney Channel, they removed this part. <gasps> no, really? In the syndicated version, it removes it. That's funny. Um, I assume probably because of copyright? I would assume. I tried to find why, but all I could find was that they just... They did. I'm going to bet probably copyright. I don't know. Um, but the point is, okay, so you know how it's become kind of a cliche because mostly I think this originated from uh, the movie Say Anything of like, you know, the guy holding up a boombox outside the girl's window to try and win her back. Uh, well, Jake didn't have a boombox. <laughs> and bless him, what this kid tried to do instead was hang out outside no this isn't even him trying to make up with anna this is him trying to make up with with he thinks with tess but he he's hanging out outside badly i might add yell singing hit me baby one more time and of course it does the thing that always happens whenever anyone in a movie is singing hit me baby one more time where right after he says it he gets hit because (laughs) because uh tess in Anna's body has managed to, I guess, like Metal Gear Solid her way way off around to the side, and she just flies in and tackles his ass. And they, I mean, obviously, they have a whole like conversation about, like, you know, like if you care about me or my mom at all, you need to go the hell away. She's getting married tomorrow, blah, all of that jazz. Um, he doesn't pay attention because he shows up again later on in the evening. Yes, Grayson? What? <laughs> Hang on, I think Grayson. Did you hear any of that? I heard him say something. He he, he wants Grayson wants to say hi. Hang on a sec. Okay. Grayson, come here. Come here. You you want to say hi? Yeah. Okay. Here. Hi, cat. <laughs> hi, Grayson. <laughs> say hi, Disney minus listeners. <laughs> hi, Disney minus listeners. Hey, did you like Freaky Friday? <laughs> do you like Freaky Friday? No, Grayson. Do you like Freaky Friday? Yeah. Yeah, because I made you watch it with me. Yeah. yeah. There we go. That's the review. <laughs> Five-year-old approved. Um, That's it. That's it. That's the movie. Grayson approves. Yep. There we go. But no, uh, we go to the rehearsal dinner, which is a lot more than I thought because hot, hot diggity daffodil. Um, Like I said, this thing looks like it's like a... Okay, this is going to just show how I got, like, nothing going on in my life, I guess. Because, like, this to me looks like a Met Gala or something. And I'm sure, like, for people that are in whatever socioeconomic position this family is supposed to be in, this is probably fairly normal. But, I don't know. For me, it's a lot. 
Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, there's really not. We're really we're getting toward the end of it. There's really not a whole lot that happens at this point. Um, Anna, it, Anna and Tess are both like trying to figure out, you know, what's going on. We haven't. We've more or less made up. We're friends again. We haven't switched back yet. Um, the fortune cookie was faulty. Yeah, yeah, right. Faulty, faulty fortune cookies. This is what happens when they expire. Um, oh my god! Uh, I'm nervous because I think I actually have like older fortune cookies in one of my pantry drawers. <laughs> nice. Oh man, I don't know if they still sell them, but I just remembered like back in the day, I used to see fortune cookie kits at Walmart. Nice. <laughs> Where like it, yeah, it would have like. I don't think um I don't think they were pre-made. I think it had like a uh, like a batter mix so that you could like bake your own fortune cookies. But it also yeah, came with like little a certain way you have to fold them. Yeah, but it also came with like little slips of paper that you could write your own fortunes on to stick inside of them. I know when I used to work at one of my retail jobs when I worked there, they you could buy like just a bunch of fortune cookies and they all had just random fortunes. Oh, there you go. Hey, I do have a fortune cookie. Ooh, there we go. What's up? Ooh, ooh, okay, okay. What's this one say? Let's see. An artist is not paid for their labor, but for their vision. <laughs> I think I think that's talking about getting paid in exposure, is what Pretty that sure. sounds like. Pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> God, okay. Made, must have been a really disgruntled uh, Insta uh, Instagrammer that made that fortune cookie. Ah. Uh, um. But yeah. So we we have Jake fucking shows up again. There's really not a whole lot that happens at the rehearsal dinner except again, except Jake showing up again, and again getting like tackled behind a bar. This time by Anna in Tess's body. Um. <laughs> she he manages to stay hidden long enough though for this next conversation to happen because hey, guess what? Friggin' Anna's friends tried to kidnap her. <laughs> um. They they show up in obviously you know just whatever they were gonna wear to the the audition so it makes them look even more out of place among how fancy everybody else looks blah blah blah. Uh, they get caught by security somewhere along the way because our the next scene that we have is right after Anna has told off Jake again in Tess's body so he thinks he's getting told off by Tess so on and so forth. Um, the next scene that we have, like, literally immediately after they get done talking, and, uh, Jake is, like, I think still hiding behind the bar, um, two security guards just bring her friends up, and it's like, hey, we found these girls, like, trying to steal Anna. <laughs> and, like, it's, it's a whole thing of, um, like, Anna and Tessa's body being like, you guys shouldn't be here, Tess and Anna's body being like, yes, this the they just wanted me for this stupid little audition but of course i told them that it was much more important that i be here and this is where uh ryan earns a whole bunch of points because he basically he's he decides you know what this is like it's not it's not gonna last very long this is a really important thing for for you guys so just just go go do your thing um because uh i i think it was during the conversation no yeah during the conversation that um like Anna in Tess's body was trying to I guess get him to agree that she shouldn't go or something like that was uh, trying to basically tr kind of trying to set him up again as the bad guy because it's still kind of how she sees him right and th and they have like after and after quote Anna and her friends leave uh they have a conversation 
where basically he lays it out and is like, look, if you're going to put me in the bad guy position, we don't need to get married because that's not what I signed up for. I knew that you had kids when I was coming into this and I respected the hell out of you for uh, for that. And I've been doing everything I can for to get Anna to like me on her own terms, not trying to like force it or anything like, or, or anything like that. But I also don't want to sit here and be the bad guy. And this, this is ironically where he ends up winning Anna over because she like sees him saying all of this and is like, wow, this guy's really, really freaking cool. Um, and then he's, he basically ends all of that with, why are you so here? You should be like going and cheering Anna on. And this is the funniest shit to me happens here in just a minute because uh, basically since Tess, I guess just straight up doesn't know how to play the guitar, which is fair. I mean, I don't, I'm sure Grayson will have talents and hobbies that I don't know anything about uh, later on. Um, so what they do is Anna in her body is backstage and has hooked up, has like unplugged Tess's guitar and plugged a different one into an amplifier so that they can make it look like she's playing, but then it's actually Anna that's doing the playing. So what they hear is her. But what's actually really funny is apparently um, there's a band called Orgy that I've never heard of. I only saw it in the uh, the IMDb trivia. You, I assume, probably also saw it too because I know you'll you always look through the IMDb stuff. Uh, did you see this one? Or do you know where I'm going with this? Don't think so, because I actually usually get my trivia from TV Tropes. I think you're the one that looks at IMDb. Oh, I thought we both did. Okay, never mind. Anyway, um, what I saw on IMDb trivia, then, um, apparently Jamie Lee Curtis spent some time, I guess, during, probably, the filming of the movie, learning how actually how to play guitar from a guitarist in a band called Orgy, which I'm not familiar with, but... Not I, e- I, like, I knew she trained with it so that she could make it look believable, blah, blah, blah believable but i didn't realize she was doing it like with an actual band yeah um well what's funny is even after all of that so that she could like play believably for that scene (laughs) they end up just like dubbing over the audio anyway (laughs) so so while we still see it and it looks believable the audio that we hear playing guitar is not actually her so it's like three different layers of like getting like pretended on basically um they they do great i think they basically say like you know well it'll take some time but i'm pretty sure you guys have got have got the gig which is going to be cool they've been really vague about what all of this actually means so i don't really know what this does for them because like obviously they're not signing on for anything are they just going to be playing here periodically i guess i guess i don't know that's the best i could figure is that it is that they're like going to be playing here um at the house of blues sometimes um but so yeah, they like their performance. Um, they go or Tess and Anna go back to the rehearsal, and basically, um, Tess tells Anna like, obviously, it looks like we're not going to be switching up or switching back tonight. And as much as I hate to do this, I need you to tell Brian uh, that we shouldn't get married tomorrow. We need to put it off for a little while longer. It's going to hurt him, but he'll agree to it. <clears throat> and then Anna's like. Okay, Mom, you got it. I'll definitely tell him that. And then guess what? She doesn't. Yes? What do you want, Grayson? Uh, I like your headphones flash. Yeah, you like the way my headphones flash? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> I guess my headphones are Grayson approved, too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, uh, so like Anna basically says, Okay, yeah, Mom, I'll, I'll definitely tell him that. And then, haha, guess what? She doesn't. 
Uh, she instead gives this whole really moving speech. I'm definitely not crying. There's just something in my eyes. Um, basically, like how she <clears throat> how she approved or how much she. It's kind of awkward on the phrasing because she's having to say all of this while having everyone think that she's Tess saying it. So basically, just reaffirming Tess's love for Ryan, but I guess kind of finally now announcing her own love for Ryan and accepting him into the family. And guess what? Oh my god, there's another earthquake. Everything gets all shaky. And this is this is why it bugs me that it waited until midnight to switch them the first time because like they switched during the earthquake this time. So it's like instead of having to wait till the I guess cuz otherwise it'd be weird if they like went through with it. Yeah, it well yeah, basically it's so that we can have like them switch right there for like the movie. I just feel like that should have been I don't know. It just bugs me with the I feel like it's a, it's a little inconsistent with the positioning on that. Not that it super matters, I guess. Um <clears throat> But so yeah, everyone's like, "Whoa, that was weird. What was that about?" And then Tess and Anna are like, "Oh, nothing. Everything's fine. It's going to going to all work out." And then we cut ahead to the next day. Um, I don't remember exactly when they arranged it, but they have the House of Chang cater the wedding. Because why not? Um, what is I, what I did think was pretty cool is, and I don't know if this was always the plan or if um, Tess just arranged it like here in the here last minute. Uh, but she's got Anna's band um, playing the wedding, which is also pretty cool. Um, we get sequel baited. Um, <laughs> by um like they like i feel like they've like sort of half-heartedly tried to like set up like the grandpa and harry not getting along but it hasn't really looked like it was anything like special just kid and grandpa being different ages and not seeing eye to eye but um we almost get the two of them being switched but <laughs> fucking friggin Pepe coming in clutch out of nowhere to like tackle the two of them and like steal the fortune cookies, which I guess means that she switches bodies with herself, so everything's fine. Yay! Yay! And that's movie. <laughs> what, Grace? And what? Have yes, you can have Mawile. <laughs> Did you catch that? I heard. I'm, I, I'm aware he wanted Mawile, but like, was it a plushie or? Yeah, I've got a Mawile plushie that sits on my desk. Um, aww. aww. So yeah, so that's the movie. Um, over the credits, it's we actually get to see Lindsay Lohan and uh, the band perform. I feel like I remember at some point seeing that these guys actually were um, Lindsay Lohan's band for a while, but I wasn't able to find anything confirming that this time around. So maybe that's just something I made up. Maybe, I mean, she did have a very brief music career. Okay, and I used so, I don't know. so it could have been. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I forgot. I forgot her name. Hang on one sec. Yeah, there we go. Her friend Maddie, who was like, it kind of seems like depending on the song, either Maddie or Anna is like the lead singer, just sort of depending. Uh, Maddie, I did look or the actress that played her, Christina Vidal, Vital Vidal. I don't know. Probably Vidal. Um, Vidal probably. She. It looks like has done other acting stuff, but I did look her up, and I think she had like. Uh, music career of her own too. Hang on one sec, I was gonna see what that was. Uh, yeah, Amer uh, she's an actress, singer, and producer, which is kind of neat. So like, probably I guess sort of just around uh, that, uh, that. So like, maybe they were. I don't know. 
not important because um, it also feels like something that I'm I could have also just made up and told myself was true. But also entirely possible. Yeah, but also is possible. I don't know. The world may never know. Um, but so that's that takes care of the movie. We do have questions. We didn't get any on Twitter, but we have got so many on Discord that it that like I'm kind of glad we didn't get any on Twitter this time. Right. Uh, let me scroll back because we have two separate sets of questions because of the first time that we were uh, gonna try to do this. So let me. There we go. Okay, so yeah, going going back to our question, <laughs> to the questions post in Discord. Our first one is from Vero Lore. How much of the movie do you think would have changed if all the characters were extremely obsessed with the Nutcracker? Oh wait, wait, wait. There was one before that, also from Vero what? Lore. Oh, there was. That's right. Uh, from be- like right before I made the question post. How well do you think each movie would have done if Freaky Friday and the Nut- and Nutcracker in the Four Realms had swapped plots? And in that case, I guess they would have each done the same that they already did, because that would just be basically swapped. Well, I guess, I don't know, because I guess that's kind of just swapping movies then. So, eh, I'm really, I'm not good at this. Yeah, nah. Eh. This next question deals psychic damage to me, though. How how much of the movie do you think would have changed if all the characters were extremely obsessed with the Nutcracker? And basically in that, I guess, would just be like, the Christmas version of this movie or something much. I think it, it, it would have been like it, it would have, what it would have been. What you would have is like probably Anna instead of being in like a cool teen garage band probably would have been like a teen ballerina and would be performing the nutcracker or something like that. And so like, or it could have been like now the mom, the mom has ballerina to when she was a kid. Yeah, it's like not. it would it would have been something like one of them would definitely have been about to perform, and then of course you would have like other side characters that are similar to the other characters in the Nutcracker. Like I don't know enough of them well enough, but like someone would have had like a similar role to play as the Rat King, and it. I don't know. I don't want to think about it. I responded with the with the Eddie Murphy face in the chat, and that's basically my thought. Like, how dare you do this to me? Um, the the next uh, the next question also from Beer is uh, how well do you think a sequel about the grandfather and grandson swapping bodies would have done? We we almost got that. It almost happened. I mean, it almost did. Yeah, in universe at least. Not that we would have gotten a whole movie about it. Um, given <clears throat> if it still came out in like the early to mid two thousands, I think it probably could have still done okay because they could play up like the because they could play up some of the jokes for it like just you know based on age and stuff old man having to be a little kid now so on and so forth uh i would I actually like i would have ended up with grandpa being put in- oh my god you're probably right is the thing oh my god it would have i would watch that movie though I would, if i saw like oh yeah we got this movie coming out from disney and it's about a grandpa and a little kid that switched bodies i'd watch that i think it could be fun yeah the only hey, Grayson, problem would- Hey Grayson, would you want to switch bodies really, with me really for a day? Do what? He said no. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah, I know that's not real. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only problem is it'd be kind of hard to yeah. make sure you didn't accidentally veer into creepy old man territory. Oof, that's also true. It would be especially in the context the son had a crush on something. Yeah, you know, maybe it's a good thing this didn't happen because yeah, ooh, that would be hard just, to do. 
it'd be really hard to like stay out of questionable territory. Yeah. Um, Deep Sea's question, if you had to body swap with someone for you both to learn a valuable lesson, what person would body swapping with best teach you both a valuable lesson? Oh, uh, I don't know who I want to body swap with. Like, I mean, in I'd terms say... of, oh, what? Oh, no, you go ahead. Uh, like in terms of movie logic, probably the obvious choice is my dad because he and I have got fairly different interests. Uh, he gets along with my brother a lot better because my brother's the one that actually likes sports and stuff like that. But I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to switch with my dad. He and I have had some actual problems happen <laughs> where I'm just kind of generally not not cool with him a lot of the time, and I don't want to do that. So, um, can I say me and Julie? Not that there's a lesson to be had from it, but because I think it'd be funnier. <laughs> no, you and Julie while she was pregnant. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> no. Feel her pain. I mean, I don't, I don't want to. I believe that it hurt. I don't want to. <laughs> I think I would want to swap with one of our bosses at work just because Ooh. on the one hand okay maybe kind of get where they're coming from with some of their rules but also just make them see what we have to fucking go through yeah you know what there we go you and me each swap with like someone else that's higher up from us we each take one of our supervisors <laughs> there we go yeah or, well no because it's not our immediate, it's not it's not our immediate supervisors that are, that are the problem um, right right no 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 we we swap with one of the higher up higher up, yeah whoever ones like making all of these decisions about like the computer systems and crap that we got to use. There we go. Well, and uh, we're gonna bombard you with all of this, you know, promotional shit in a row. But we're not gonna. Then we're gonna sit there and wonder why is it so busy suddenly. It's so weird. I don't know how that could have happened. No idea. Uh, Yusuf's next question or next question is from Yusuf. I mean, whatever. Do you prefer Freaky Friday or Mean Girls? Uh, both having been directed by the same guy. I forgot mean to say, I didn't know they were directed by the same guy. Um, this is the one I've seen more recently. I know you just said Mean Girls. Honestly, it might still be Mean Girls for me, too. Mean Girls is just a classic at this point. Yeah, it's good. It's a good one. I hadn't seen it in forever. And, like, I finally rewatched it, God, a few years ago now. I think before Grayson was born. I did not realize how many, like, how many deep lore memes came out of that movie. Holy shit. Right? Uh, oh god, here we go. Flutter Dark. Since Disney loves talking animals, how would you react if swapped into one? This would work better for, like, that shaggy dog or something like that, which is also somewhere on the list. Because we do have a couple of movies like that where people get body swapped or turned into an animal. But, okay, let's say, let's say hypothetically it's me and Otto. Uh, I don't know that anyone would necessarily notice too much of a difference because... Otto and I both tend to worry about things. This is very true. <laughs> we'll say for we'll say optimally I, it happens on like a Friday since that's what my day off is. So we wouldn't have to right. worry about like me having to somehow teach Otto how to use the headset and the phones and stuff. Um, try, try, try to explain that equipment damage to the bosses. Yeah, right. Um, oh God, your customer surveys. Oh. <laughs> I feel like Agent was I, panting into the phone the whole time. <laughs> I, I feel like he I would see the thing is I don't know if that means that he and I are able to talk to each other though. Well like okay, we'll say for the sake of it, it's like the thing that ha where movies will kinda like 
if someone in an animal swap, they're like able to just talk to each other because, oh, we yeah. know each other's bodies or whatever. So, okay, we'll say allowing for communication between the two of us, I would probably just spend a good chunk of the day, like, basically asking him, like, hey, do you like to snuggle as much as I try to make you snuggle? What are the places that are good for pets? <laughs> Stuff like that. Because this one is... Like, what is the, what is the optimal track? Okay. Spot? Um, but yeah, no, so how would, how would you do as being an animal suddenly? Would swap as a cat and then sleep would, all day. Oh, uh, would you, would you swap with the cat that you're about to bring home today? The only reason I would say no is, okay, well, you know what, we'll say, we'll take aside any kind of medical con- condition because I'm pretty sure he's Man. got worms and I don't want to deal with that. Ooh. So yeah, we'll say after he's been dewormed. After he's been dewormed, yes, I would because I would still be in a familiar place. I'd be in, so I like I wouldn't be freaked out because I'd know where I was. There we go. And then I could just literally get back up on the couch and sleep all day. <laughs> oh, but I would have to swap back by like midnight tonight because I would not be going to the vet tomorrow. Ooh, yeah, no. <laughs> Granted, I I'm I sure wanna... he'd be cool with you not switching back yet. Right, no, I don't think I want to experience firsthand what being declawed feels like. Yeah, no. Now, if we can jump ahead to after all the vet stuff, then yes, I would swap with Cranberry. There we go, there we go. So yeah, it looks like we're both swapping with our pets, and we'll see how that works out. I guess kind of like a Freaky Friday meets Secret Life of Pets. I might actually watch that movie. Then you just gotta hope that, you know, your pets don't sleep... Freak the fuck out. Like, I don't know what's happening. What is anxiety? What is this shit? Yeah, right. Why do I only have two feet? Why am I worrying about everything? (laughs) Oh, Otto, you already worry about everything. This is true. He does. You're right. You're right, boy. Anyway, uh, switching over to Veer's next question. This one is a wild one. Since body swapping magic is in fact a thing in the Freaky Friday universe... Mind you, again, we established that this and the first movie are apparently connected in the same universe, since Boris is the same character. Uh, Do you think that the governments of the world have specialized spies who study high-profile targets with the intent to swap bodies with them, or do you think body-swapping magic is only known by elderly restaurant owners? I would hope the elderly restaurant owners, because governments do not need that kind of power. I would hope so. Be- yeah, exactly. Because I would I shudder to see that in the ha- in the hands of a government agency. But at the same time, I would watch a spy movie like that, is the thing. Oh, I would watch the shit out of the movie. It just doesn't need to happen in real life. Yeah, right? I don't want to live in that movie. I just would like to see it happen. Right. <laughs> okay, here we go. Deep Sea, if you could swap the protagonist of two films you've watched for this show so far, who would you swap and why? And hang on, let me get back over to the the list. What have we done so far? Ah, scroll, damn it. There we go. Okay, so let's see. Uh, I feel like swapping Cusco with anybody from, like, one of the other animal movies could still be fun. Dude, put Cusco in Lion King 2. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) Um, Am I right? Yes. Oh, if we're okay, since they are technically separate movies, swap Goofy with Goofy from Goofy Movie and Extremely Goofy Movie. Oh God. <laughs> oh, okay. Here we go. Hang on. Looking at looking at at themes and connections. Uh, what about the kid from Mars Needs Moms? 
with John oh, Carter since both of those movies are on Mars. Oh my god. That would I feel like Mars like Needs Moms would end as a drastically different movie. I know, right? Oh shoot, I just had one. Oh crap, what was it? Oh, oh. Um James from Treasure Planet and Milo from Atlantis. Ooh, actually that would probably work pretty well. Right? That would be that would that would actually be those would both be uh ones that, that would be interesting to watch. Uh let me see, I'm looking back over the list. Okay, 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 okay. Kuzco with the kid from the Country Bears. Oh, God. <laughs> Although I would love to see Kuzco just rip apart the Country Bears. I know, right? <gasps> no! No, okay, because this would just be a different kind of um, Emperor's New Groove type of movie. Kuzco with Herbie. Oh! Uh- I mean, let's be honest, though. If you put Kuzco in anything, it's going to automatically be hilarious on that I end. mean, that's also true. But, like, Kuzco as a car? Carsco? God, he would be, like, the flashiest little, like, Lamborghini or Maserati out there. <laughs> no, he'd be a bug if we're swapping him with Herbie. It'd be so good. Oh, oh that's true. Oh, that's true. Oh, God. <laughs> I, think, I think he'd rather be the llama. That is actually, that's my final answer. I'm going to say Kuzco with Herbie. Hang on one sec. Grayson's got something. Okay, bud. What if if Cusco swaps with an ant, he would be he would be a beetle. Wait, what? If Cusco swaps with an ant, he would be a beetle. If Cusco swaps with an ant, he would be a beetle. There we go. Cause beetle. Cause beetle. Cause beetle. <laughs> Can't argue with that logic. Was he was he close enough to the mic? Did you hear? Did you pick that up? Are you talking to me or him? You. Oh, what was the question? Sorry. <laughs> Oh, uh, Grayson said if Cusco swapped with an ant, he would be a beetle. He'd be a beetle? He'd be a beetle. Oh, a beetle. Yeah. I mean, he was already almost a flea. That's true. He was already almost a flea. A tiny little flea that would be put inside of a box, which would then be put inside of another box. And then smashed with a hammer. (laughs) Okay, um, this next question. This one's going to make me sad. Are you a business mom or a rock and roll daughter? And at this point in my life, I guess I'm a business mom. Yeah, I want to say rock and roll daughter, but I'm... I'm yeah. Good. Here we go. Next question to make me happy. Uh, if you were to Muppetify Freaky Friday, who would be the one human character and who would be body swapped with who? Oh, um, awesome. Okay, we keep Lindsay Lohan and we swap her with Miss Piggy. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. No, whoever's getting swapped, they gotta yeah. get swapped with Animal. Ooh, that's also fun. Switch Chad Michael Murray with Animal. (laughs) (laughs) Just because then we would get to see Chad Michael Murray acting like a complete spaz the entire movie. That could honestly, that could also be very fun, is the thing. Okay. (laughs) Fucking, okay, uh, Casey over here, Creaky Cosmos 2003. What are your thoughts about stuff? Opinions on things? What? I like things. Yeah, Grayson said he would rather be a rock and roll daughter. There you go, Grayson. Rock on. <laughs> uh, here we go. What are the? We have Freaky Friday. What are the names for body swaps that happen on other days of the week? Please don't. Well, wha- well there's Wacky Wednesday, of course. Yeah, there's Wacky Wednesday. I guess there's Manic Monday. Topsy-turvy uh, Tuesday? Topsy-turvy Tuesday. That's a little bit longer, but that works. Um, Thrilling Thursday, maybe? Uh, we got to work on Thursday. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Because I don't know about. I keep thinking, I keep thinking Throwback Thursday, but. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to think for the weekend because I don't know. Uh, maybe Super Sunday. No. Shake up Saturday. Oh. Yeah. Grayson said scary Sunday. That could work. That would work. Depending <laughs> on who you swap with, it could be scary. And then he said Super Saturday. <laughs> huh. Yep. We'll so, go with that. so there we go. There's your there's your week long body swap. Uh, okay. This one would have worked better if um if Nero had managed to be in here. Uh, Vero Lore, uh, gonna censor this question because it's a light spoiler for Endwalker, and Which I know. I okay, there we go. We can. Uh... Yeah. It's been crazy um... backed up. Do what? <laughs> it's been like super backed up since it dropped. Yeah. Um. So I guess maybe we can skip over that one for now, especially since I also just straight up have not played it and have no uh, basis for knowledge on that. Right. Uh, Deep Sea, what would your perfect Friday look like? Um, one of my days off where I get to actually just chill instead of having to also be worried about the fact that I got to work tomorrow. I'd say that'd be like Friday with bills paid, nowhere to be, no appointments, just like stuff already, like anything I needed to get done, like Aaron Wise is already done, so I don't have to go out anywhere, just all day for games and reading and whatever. Exactly. <laughs> oh, and getting uh, burritos delivered, but. They actually do their dang job this time. Instead of hey. going an hour without picking up the food and not telling me. Uh, oh, wait. This next one was you. Hey, 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 hey. Cat yeah. and... Oh, wait, no. Uh, well, no, Deep Sea had one other one. Yeah, what would your Freaky Friday look like? Uh, no, no body swapping. I don't know what... I don't know what that means then. I would assume something crazy could happen. It just can't be body swapping. I guess so. I don't know. Um, I guess that just means like I'm super busy or something. I don't wanna. Deep sea, I don't wanna. I don't wanna either. <laughs> Here we go. Um, Kat in the chat asked, if you could body swap with any anime character for a day, who would it be and why? No, the character will also be in your body and will absolutely get up to shenanigans. Also, Steven can't pick JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Also, I put this question in there because at the time we thought I was still going to be out of town and wouldn't be able to do the episode. Also that. Um, so fine. A non-JoJo answer, I would say swapping with Shinji from Evangelion just so that he can have a day where he doesn't have to be in a world where Evangelion stuff happens. This is very true. Yeah. And I could probably finagle it where I don't have to get in the robot for that day, like the sync rate wouldn't work or something. So right. there we go. I say originally I put I would have said Rukia from Bleach because that, on the one hand if something did like if shenanigans did happen in the world she's been to the human world enough that she can blend in reasonably well but then I remember if it's if it's a work day she might get you in trouble though is the thing that is very well no if you've seen Bleach though she acts like really sweet and goody goody that is also true. When she's around people she doesn't know. Now, also, given what we have to put up with, that may be enough to make her snap. Exactly, is the thing, and is what I'm worried on the about. One, well, then, like, on my hands, like, okay, I would probably have to deal with hollows, especially, uh, <laughs> without giving away any bleach spoilers for anybody who listens, who likes the show and hasn't, for some reason, finished it. We've got a slightly more dangerous line of work now, so. I mean, yeah. But assuming I would also have her powers, that would be a bonus. Eh? <laughs> uh, let me see. Then was the uh, notification from me that we weren't going to be able to record that time. Uh, 
<laughs> Veer hitting us with like a bunch of questions back to back. What do you think a dark and gritty remake of this would be like? <laughs> oh my god. It would be like it would be some BS like um like an assassin swaps with like their target. No, wait, that's just face off. Um actually no, screw it. It would be some it'd be something like an assassin swaps with like their target or some jazz. And so they're having to spend the whole time like mind gaming each other and like trying to anticipate where they were going to be. And then, oh, my God, wait, do I kill him or do I keep him alive long enough to swap back? You know what, though? What if we had Freaky Friday, but instead of Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis, it was John Travolta and um, Nick Cage? Dude. Because, I mean, yes, that would just be face off. But I mean, as like, well, with their ages, they'd have to be brothers or something. Instead of like father and son, but no, but but like as a comedy is the thing is what I'm thinking of. Uh, here we go. Would the movie be more or less still Vero lore? Uh, would the movie be more or less fun if it had swapped out the side plot of Anna's rock band with Anna being a rock and roll themed common writer slash Power Ranger style superhero who fought evil anti rock demons? Y- the answer is yes. That would be very fun if she was awesome. like. If she was like a Saturday morning kids show superhero or something, that would be really good. There would and have then, been some kind oh, of comment about looking good in spandex. That there would also be that. Uh, it could be something like we find out that Tess is like secretly the main bad guy, the one like creating all of the anti rock demons. But then like Weird. she and her daughter have like a touching heart to heart, and she defects from the evil group or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> God, if you could swap your fate, would you? Settle down, Merida. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Would you bot? That would just body swap you with a bear, I guess. I, I body mean, swapped my mom with a bear. Do what? That actually might be kind of awesome because bears hibernate, like literally, go to sleep and don't wake up for months. Oh. Okay. You know what? Hibernating does sound like a good reason to body swap with a bear. Except for the whole uh, what they do to fix the bathroom issue, but well, there is that. There is that. <laughs> uh what if what if Anna and Tess had egg in <laughs> Um in that case like finding the key to egg would be how they finally switch back or something is what that would be but it would still be it would also still just be a music box with a mirror in it Uh let me see Deep Sea hit us with a couple of questions how would you incorporate Freaky Friday into the MCU I feel okay um Thanos, instead of destroying half of all life, the snap switches everybody around. Oh god, that would be fucked up. And it's and it's chaos. Like, um, obviously the, the obvious switches would be like Iron Man with Captain America, um, Ant-Man with Spider-Man, just because they're both bugs. Uh, um trying to think of who would be a good one for Hulk to switch with. Ooh. Um, I guess like Black Widow and Hawkeye since they've got like a whole thing going on. Um, Hulk and Gamora maybe? Do what? Well, except they didn't really meet until like the itty bitty bit of Endgame. Never mind. What? What? I was gonna say Hulk and Gamora. Uh, ooh, Hulk and Thor. Actually. There we go. Given like the entirety of um, Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> the two of them right. swapping could be fun. Yes. Um, there, but yeah, so there we go. Uh, let me see. Moving on to Veers, I'm gonna, oh, wait. 
I, I missed one. From, I almost missed one from Deep Sea. This is a longer question. Uh, how would you do a Lindsay Lohan 1990s and 2000s Disney film or family film shared universe? Uh, Herbie Fully Loaded, which I never I haven't seen yet. Freaky Friday, Parent Trap for Lohan, and uh, like Halloween Town, Snow Dogs, and Air Bud, all of that jazz. Um, I don't know. That's a lot. Um, yeah. That's that's too big of a task for me. Uh, get the guy that came up with the Pixar theory to do this. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Man of the House? How do you feel about it popping up on the roulette? I, I have I don't think I've seen that one. I'm pretty sure it's in there somewhere, though. But I have not seen that one. So, let me see. Man of the... Yep, there it is. It's number 185. Huh. On the list. I... So I don't know. It'll happen at some point, but I don't think I've seen it. Uh, yeah. Beer hit. Beer coming in here is the magical restaurant owner and an SCP. Yes, absolutely. Yes, she a hundred percent is. Uh, she's you know number. We'll just say number X because whatever number designation she gets, the restaurant would be like X dash A or something like that, with the fortune cookies being like X dash B. Right. Uh, what non-magical scientific phenomenon would you pick to explain the body swapping in the movie? Um, drugs. Dr- <laughs> <laughs> there, yeah, drugs or um, I Very guess like the powerful hallucinogens. <laughs> or, or if you want to go full mad science on it, um, like just straight up a body swapping machine, like in Futurama. Grayson, Grayson, Grayson. Uh, what would what would Anna and Tessa's stands slash personas be? Uh, I, I don't I don't know if we saw enough of Tess to really say what her stand would be, but yeah. Anna's would be definitely like something rock and roll themed. Um, no, wait, I guess okay, they would have like some kind of shared stand because that that happens a few times. Uh, they would have some kind of shared stand that, like, lets them swap between each other as needed. Or lets them, like, switch places with each other or something like that. Okay, no, you know what? The, uh, I gotta see which one it was called. Hang on, there's a stand in part 7 that works for this. The six nameless men, hang on. Or, I think it was 11 nameless men. The, okay, here we go. The 11 nameless men, what was their stand? Their stand was called Tattoo You. They're in part 7, and basically, like, it's these 11 dudes. We They don't have names. Uh, they've all got, like, the same tattoo on their back. The tattoo is the stand. And, like, basically they can jump into and out of each other's tattoos. That's what they would have. They would have something like that that lets them, like, either literally body swap whenever they need to or just, like, switch locations whenever they need to. There. there. And, um, I don't know. Fuck it. It would still be called Freaky Friday. Yeah, it would have to be. <laughs> Uh, let or me see, skipping your, over... Or, or, and a shout-out to the original Freaky Friday, what's your fortune? There we go. Okay, here we go. Swiping, uh, switching over, uh, sw- uh, that, scrolling past the Kingdom Hearts questions. We did get a few more, um, when I announced that we were recording last night. Uh, da, 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 da. what gimmick would you do for a Freaky Friday sequel and then a, and a threequel? Um... The sequel, I think, would be the grandpa and the son. Yeah, the grandpa and the son. Other than that, the only thing I can really think of is to go bigger, like swap the whole family around, or like just a whole bunch of people. Or, uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. 
if it would be, it would kind of be more like a prequel almost, but swap the jackass teacher with uh, Tess's actual boyfriend at the time in high school. Ooh, oh, dad. wait, no, that would get creepy. Because I feel like he was a really creepy high school. I feel like he was really creepy in high school. Yeah, uh, that's true. I don't know if I want to see that play out. Um, well, and clearly it would, ooh, have to, actually, it would have to go bad anyway. That's true. Oh, no, something with the, the restaurant owner's mom, like, accidentally making a whole bunch of body swaps happen and her having to like go around and fix them that was because yes because the way her the way pepe actually like grabs the cookies from at the end she says like she implies that this has happened before yeah exactly would the movie be okay um but yeah so there we go as like a gimmick for like a next one like her having to go around and undo a whole bunch of swaps or something uh, we did get one from Veer. Um, would the movie be worse if it had a twist villain? Honestly, yeah. what if that really twist villain? One. What if that twist villain was God and Anna and Tess had to kill them in an anime slash JRPG style cosmic battle at the end of the movie? Oh, I love Studio Trigger. Um, God. honestly, I feel like I, they didn't give us a reveal for it, but I feel like the restaurant owner. Uh, I feel like the restaurant owner's mom is our twist villain. This is true. <laughs> but yeah, if it was a big anime battle, like something from Studio Trigger, I could get down on that. Uh, Sidemon ha- our, gives us our last three. What other fiction would you set up a Freaky Friday situation in? Um, so I guess I guess that means like what other fiction are you world? Um, ooh, ooh, Freddy versus Jason, but it's Freaky Friday style. And instead of them fighting, the two of them got swapped. Mm. Fine, fine. Don't and me if you want, but I think it would be fun. Um, yeah. I don't know. Um, here we go. But uh, going on to ask, uh, have you seen the horror movie version with Vince Vaughn? Oh, that's okay. Yeah, we could genre swap Ooh. this. Make it like, make it like a rome- uh, like a rom com or something. Oh God. I, actually, I guess it kind of already was with like the Chad Michael Murray stuff. Kind of, but more of like that was more of like a side thread. Kind That's of. true. Uh, but anyway, uh, have you seen the horror movie version that was just called Freaky, where Vince Vaughn plays a male a male serial killer who swaps with his intended uh, victim, played by Catherine Newton, who I don't know if I've seen her in anything. I have not seen that one, but it actually looked like it was kind of good. I kind of I want I should check around later on and see if it's anywhere. Yeah, because I'm gonna totally watch that. Yeah, it, it looked pretty good. I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna check on the Roku later and see if that's streaming anywhere. Because I kind of want, I wanted to check that one out, but I never got a chance. Um, God, okay, as the parenthetical here, it's called Freaky, but I think they originally wanted to call it Freaky Friday the Thirteenth. Which, hot dang, that's a name. Say what? Oh, uh, Sidemon adding in at the end here that it uh, they wanted they originally wanted to call it Freaky Friday the Thirteenth because like, damn, that's. Uh. Just- <laughs> that's that's so much that's so much of a name um so yeah so that that is questions i feel like i always burn through those a little too quickly but yeah um so for plugs we'll basically just do like we do on the kingdom hearts episodes and start off with nero since they uh, were not able to be on this one uh nero is on twitter at dragon smoocher uh you can find them there obviously uh they're the Transformers podcast that they do is at Prime Cuts Pod. That one's very good. It's obviously called Prime Cuts. I'm still listening to Podcast of Power, so I'll go ahead and shout that one out. Um, do we know? No, they have not said yet when the um, when 
<sighs> I'm losing my, losing my words. They have not said yet when the Final Fantasy fourteen one is going to start, so I don't I have a date was, on that yet. Yeah, the last we asked, I think they said they're going to shoot for some time this month, but I guess it's not like 100% concrete. I don't know. Uh, but that one's going to be called Radio Free Heidelin. Um, and then I want to be done talking for a minute, so I'll go ahead and let you do yours. Oh, and of course, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Z minus 87. And of course, when we're not doing Z minus, we are still doing the Kingdom Hearts, where Steven is dragging me through the entire game series. Yeah. And I finally got the Kingdom Hearts all in one package over the Christmas break. So I've been slowly playing Kingdom Hearts one. Yeah. Um, anyway, I am I'm on Twitter at Marshmallow. It's spelled like Marshmallow, except that it has my name in it. Um, I also have got dad underscore tastic, where if I don't fall asleep on the couch, I manage to remember to post dad jokes. And that's, yeah, pretty much it. Um, so, Kat, it's your turn for uh, for the next one. Yep, and I gotta tell you, Steven, uh, this movie's got a little bit of everything. It's got songs. It's got previously unmentioned relatives. It does have wacky animal sidekicks. Hey, I love a wacky and, animal sidekick. And it also does not have a Martin Short robot. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, you know. We are going to be watching another Disney sequel, but one of the ones that's actually not that bad, or not half bad compared to some of them, uh, it will be Little Mermaid 2, Return to the Sea. Yeah, so look out for that. <laughs> Woohoo! Um... So yeah, with that, uh, I have been Steven, uh, you have been Kat, Nero was not here, but wherever they are, I assume they are still Nero. Um, fuck Disney. Fuck Disney. Yeah. Outro music. Show me how you want it to be. Tell me, baby, cause I need to know now, oh, because my loneliness is killing me. And I, I must confess, I still believe, still believe, if I'm not with you, I lose my mind. Give me a sign. Hit me, baby.